Hello. Hello. Scared me. Okay. Um. You know. Man. Sometimes. It feels so good to give to God. Actually, all the time. Really didn't want the worship to end. So we should do one of these days and just worship God. Because that's the best thing that we can do. You know, God's w- word says that he inhabits the praises of his people. And, uh, you know, if you didn't feel the presence of God, um, I don't know. I don't know, but God, God's here. God always, always here. Um, and now we're going to share the word. It's like a downer. It's like a downer. You know, because uh, worshiping God just just brings so much life, so much joy, so much peace. But then everything in life has choices, right? I know I'm probably using that term a lot. Choices. Right, girls? Life has choices, right? You guys think so? My girls. What do you think? Anyway, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time that we set aside to to honor you, to praise you, to worship you collectively uh, as a body of Christ. And we just thank you that you are always with us. You never leave nor forsake us, Father. I thank you that you prepare our hearts to hear your word today and... and uh, that, that we receive what you have for us today, Lord, that every, every word, every word in, in, in the Bible is something that you want us to uh, hear about. And I just thank you for the opportunity that you give me to share your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Um, you know, like I said earlier, uh, a life, our lives are all about choices. We choose, we can choose freedom or we can choose bondage. The word of God says that Jesus came to set us free. And he gave us, he gave us a toolkit to allow us to live in freedom. But again, it's a choice, right? See, when, when Pilate spoke to Jesus and, and said that, you know, I can set you free, right? He said, I can set you free. I can choose what I'm going to do with you. But then Jesus said, not really. Jesus said, I choose to give my life. See, he had a choice. He had a choice in... in uh, in the garden when, when Jesus was praying and uh, he said, Father, if it be, let this cup pass. And then he said, but not my will, let your will. Right? So that, that moment he was choosing, right? He could have chose uh, not to go through with the plan, but he chose us. 
He chose us. He chose us over his life. That's not my message, but God is changing the direction of, of his word today. But, uh, but we can live in freedom or bondage, and, and it's a choice that we have. And what I'm going to talk about today is, is uh, simple, but, but it's hard. You know, forgiveness is a hard thing, right? Forgiveness is so hard that we battle. We battle constantly, man, you know? Because um, we all been hurt by someone, either mentally, emotionally, physically. We've all been hurt in our lives, you know? And uh, when I think about it, about choosing to forgive or, or not to forgive, I always remember the price that Christ paid. Remembering how Christ was beaten. He was whipped so bad that he was bleeding. And in that moment of all that beating that he was getting, he never once said a word. He never once cried out, stop. So he had a choice. He had a choice of continuing or just stopping it. That's how powerful Christ is. But he chose your life over his life. He chose our life over his. That's it. Life is about choices. And we, we can forgive people and we can not forgive them, you know. The problem with not forgiving, the problem with not forgiving creates physical problems in our bodies. You know, bitterness, resentfulness. If we allow it in us, it creates negative a negative impact in our lives you know we we uh and and you can probably look this up on the internet what unforgiveness does or what forgiveness does there's always a plus and minus with everything but you know when we don't forgive man we we hold on to this anger we hold on to resentment we hold on we hold on to bitterness because we want to hurt the other person. Because we feel that if I hold this bitterness in me, I will hurt the other person. But in actuality, I become more stressful. My heart rate increases. My blood pressure goes up. I have more anxiety than I that I wish to choose. And 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 this is what happens to our body with unforgiveness. We don't understand, we don't we don't realize it. We don't realize that this is happening to us, but it's happening. And then we wonder why we experience some sicknesses because 
Unforgiveness also affects our immune system. You know, you can check it out. Check it out. You know, and the worst part of unforgiveness, because every time I see Alex, my unforgiveness builds up again, and I, and I, and I live through, I, I live through the event. I, I'm just making this up. I, we don't, we don't have nothing against each other. Well, I know I don't have it against him, but he probably against me. But no, I'm just kidding. But but every time I see Alex, these things stir up in me. They stir up in me my anger, my resentfulness. Every time I see him, and Alex is like nothing. See, because my unforgiveness never affected him. It affected me. It affected me. You see, like I told you at the beginning, God's word gives us so many tools to allow us to live a joyful, peaceful, abundant life. Because that's what he came for. He came. He came for much greater than our sins. You see... A lot of times we focus on Christ that forgave us of our sin. But he came for so much more. He came for so much more. He came that we may be healthy. He came that we may have joy, peace. That's what he came for. You know, and, and, and Peter once asked Jesus, how often I got to forgive my, my brother? How often do I have to forgive my brother? And it's pretty interesting what Jesus said. Um, should I use scripture in my message? Maybe I should, yeah. But anyway, what is interesting about Jesus' response, he said, how often should we forgive our brother? Do anybody remember Seventy times seven. That's interesting, right? So let me start off by uh, reading something in the Old Testament. Because us old people read the Old Testament. So anyway, if we turn to Genesis 4. And uh, we can start... uh, Verse 13. And it says, And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Now, mind you, this is when uh, Cain killed Abel. Well, after he killed Abel. And he says, Behold, you have driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from your face shall I be hid. And I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in this earth. And it shall come to pass, everyone that finds me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slays Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. Sevenfold, and the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any find him should kill him. Sevenfold. 
right? So that's what, that's what God was saying would happen, right? And then if we move on to um, verse 23, same chapter, it says, and, and I'm pretty bad at, at pronouncing names in the, in the Old Testament, but Lamit said unto his wives, Abba and Zillah, hear my voice, ye wives, hearken unto my speech. For I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. And if Cain be avenged sevenfold, truly I should be seventy and sevenfold. Again, those numbers speak, right? And then if we turn to the actual text in Matthew, the book of Matthew, Matthew 18. Matthew 18. And this is speaking about sin and forgiveness. And this is in Matthew 18, verses 21. Verse 21, I should say. Not verses. Or did I say verses? And it says here, Then came Peter to, to Jesus and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? There's that seven again. Kind of fluid. And Jesus said unto him, I say not unto you until seven times, but until seventy times seven. And it says, therefore, the kingdom of heaven the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. Everybody knows this story, hopefully. That the that the king forgave the man his debt to him of 10,000 10, talents. But a little while later, that same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. And he laid hold of him and took him by the throat saying, pay what you owe me. And of course, the servant fell down and asked for mercy. But he didn't give him mercy. He threw him in jail. So here's a man who was forgiven of his debt. And when it was his opportunity to forgive, he chose not to. And the rest of the story is kind of sad because the king heard about it and made him pay. Threw him in jail until he was able to pay everything he owed. See, but God gives us an opportunity not to pay the price that we owe, right? For the wages of sin is death. 
and Christ paid for that sin, right? Or sins, or you know, as many sins. And and as and when we choose, see that man chose not to forgive. The man chose not to forgive, and and he paid the price. He paid the ultimate price of being imprisoned, right? So. At the beginning, I said we can choose between freedom or bondage, right? So here's a man that was forgiven, chose not to forgive, ended up in bondage. So we have an opportunity, right? Because forgiveness has benefits as well. Just like unforgiveness has, has benefits that we don't like, forgiveness has benefits, And those benefits allow us to live a purpose, a purposeful life. It allows us uh, to be healthier in life, and 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 we have better relationships, and we're not so stressed out. We're not. Uh, we don't have anxiety. So if we purposely forgive people, we live a more comfortable life, a more Less stressful life, no resentment, and and that's the decision that we need to make. You know, we need to make that conscious effort to to not. Um, I was looking at the time. I wasn't checking my messages because I have a time limit today. Okay. Huh? <laughs> uh, but forgiveness is a, is it should be an intentional decision. To let go of resentment and anger. That's what forgiveness is. You know, we can walk around long-faced. <laughs> or we can walk around joyful. You know, it's the choices that we make, but we got to, we got to, um, we got to learn to forgive. Man. We got to learn to forgive. Life is too short to hold on to yesterday. Life is too short. Life is too precious. You know, and, and for me, I, I need a lot of forgiveness. I need a lot of forgiveness because I'm not perfect. And if I was perfect, how, how many forgave Jesus? How many of us in here forgave Jesus? Right? There's no, huh? Why don't we forgive him? Why don't we forgive him? Because he's perfect, right? He didn't do nothing wrong, right? He didn't do nothing wrong, so we don't have to forgive him. But are we perfect? No. I know I'm not. Am I? No. Okay. See, they know. They're gonna tell the truth. But uh, so I need forgiveness. Because I'm not a perfect person. And and because I need forgiveness, at the same time, I got to give forgiveness. Right? If we turn to, and, and if you, if you, depends on what version you look at, forgiveness or forgive is like in a whole bunch of chapters and a whole bunch of verses in the Bible. Not that 
we should be following that, but it's just a thought. Just a thought. You know, you guys might want to forget. But if we turn to Ephesians 4, who, who uses U version? Anybody uses U version? Yeah, U version. This came from U version. Ephesians 4. It was recent. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. What verse is that? Huh? Ephesians 4. And it came down from above. 32. Did you guys hear it? And it came down from above. Right over there. Okay. And it said, well, let me, let me go back up. It said, to 30 and it says grieve not the holy spirit of god whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption let not bitterness wrath anger clamor evil speaking be putting it away let it be put away with all malice and it says and be you kind one to another tender-hearted Forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. So we understand that we can choose this. These are, these are choices that God's given us. We can, we can hold on to bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking. We can hold on to that because... You see, God will never force us to let it go. God will never force us to let go anger. God will never force us to, to not gossip. There's a lot of things that we, we choose, right? See, he doesn't, he doesn't force us. But there's, again, benefits to following God's word, right? Because it says here in verse 32, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ had forgiven you. And anybody knows that prayer that, that when the apostles asked, asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. You guys know that prayer? Some people call it the Lord's Prayer. But, but it's actually our prayer, not the Lord's. And it said... Forgive us of our trespasses. He's talking to God now. We're talking to God. Forgive us of our trespasses as you forgive us of ours. See, it's always a choice, right? We can ask for forgiveness or we can just let it go to the wayside. Okay? So it's, it's choices that we do in life. But the main reason, I think, is my opinion and everybody has it. Okay? My opinion is the reason why we should forgive is, is, is well, the first one is because, is that my timer that I got to stop? Oh. I got one no, one yes. Okay. So we're breaking even here. We're breaking even here. I'm coming, I'm coming to an end. Okay? Three minutes. Okay, so 
So we have a choice, right? We, 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 we can choose to forgive. We can choose to hold on or we can choose to forgive. See, we all not perfect. Anybody perfect in here? See, one time, one time I thought I was perfect. Now, seriously. See, I used to work, and the people I worked with used to always tell me I'm nobody. Why are you telling me what to do? You're nobody. And I, I used to feel kind of bad. But then I changed. I was working overnight, and then I changed to the daytime. And then I overheard, I overheard some customers talking, and they were talking about me. See, overnight they were saying that I was nobody. And then during the day, this customer said, hey, do you know nobody's perfect? And see, they were talking about me because I was nobody. And I realized I was perfect. No? Okay. <laughs> anyway, that was for you. Okay, because you're getting too serious. Anyway, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Okay, so anyway. But this is why we need to just let things go. One is for our health. One is for our health. But I think the most important thing I is found in 1 John. Why we should forgive. Why we shouldn't hold on to, to things of the past. You know, um, growing up, God showed me this uh, a little over 20-something years ago that um, a lot of my problems was stem from unforgiveness. My anger problems, my drug addiction problems, um, my hate problems was all based upon my unforgiveness. And it was my unforgiveness towards my mom. You know, um, I resented her uh, I felt she never loved me. And and uh, one night as I was worshiping God, God told me that I need to go and forgive my mom. I need to forgive my mom. And at first I was like, like myself talking. But as I was driving home, God spoke to me again and he said, Go home and forgive your mom. And uh, so I got home, and my mom was sleeping. And God also showed me that all my bitterness and my anger was stemming from my mom. Not that it was her fault. You see, we got to understand that our parents... experience a life different than ours. And so what they do and what they say is based upon that. And we got to remember that. And so I went home and I woke my mom up. That made her happy. And so I say, hey, mom, God told me that I need to talk to you. And uh, then I told her, I forgive you, Mom. And she said, forgive me for what? My mom was a 
very uh, physical lady. And I seen her, I seen her fight in front of our house, you know, and uh, she was very physical. But she only stood about this tall. But she was physical. I was afraid of her. Um, but anyway, I told mom, I forgive you. She said, for what? I said, the way I felt, I felt you treated me. You think my mom felt that way? No. But you see, perception is the key. Perception is always the key. And so after I forgave my mom, I'm not going to tell you the whole story because she got really mad at me. Um, <laughs> but after I, after I told her I forgave her, there was a burden that was lifted off of me. There was a burden that was lifted off of me. And then I realized what forgiveness was all about. I realized that forgiveness was for my benefit. Not for nobody else's. Not for no one else. And I found out. Well, there's a lot of things I found out, but I found out this most important part that I was loved. I was loved by God. Because if God never loved me enough to tell me that I need to go forgive my mom, I would never be set free. I would still be in bondage. I would still be in bondage for what I felt my mom did to me, not realizing that what she did to me was because her mom did it. Her parents did it to her, and it's so on and so forth. And then we got to come to a part in our, part in our lives that we, we, we stop. We need to stop what we were doing. We stop what our parents, how our parents uh, taught or treated us. We got to stop. And we got to realize what God did for us. You know, I know you guys... Uh, I say some stuff that, you know, that it's questionable. You know, when I talk about my DNA has changed. Uh, yeah, my DNA has changed because I've accepted Christ. Because my blood is no longer, or my heritage or my lineages is no longer permanent Sophie's. But my line comes from Jesus Christ and the Father of all creation and that's why I say that but I found that I was loved in that moment by God and it was a revelation and that's why we forgive we forgive because of love you see God loved us so much that he gave his son see forgiveness is about loving and in 1 John if you turn to 1 John I, I, I like this verse, you know. I don't have a favorite verse, but I really, I'm really in love with this love verse. And it's 1 John 4, 7 and 8. And it said, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that love is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knows not God, for God is love. And when you come to a realization, excuse me, 
of how much God loves you. You know, I, I know we're, we're all at different ages, right? We're all at different stages. We're all at different walks in our spiritual life and, and even our natural life. We, we're all, like for me, you know, I, I've been through a lot, done a lot, so I was forgiven a lot. I was forgiven a lot. I mean, you guys are young. I don't know what. Oh, you did a lot too. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. No. No. But, but, you, and, and, but the magnitude of, of God's love for us is, is what I'm trying to get across here. Is that he loves us so much. He loves us so much that he gave us so much. You know. You know that that guy on the on the cross with Jesus. Um, he said, "If you really who you say you are, man, get us down." Right? Didn't he say that? He said, "Get us down." If if you, you know, and and I know a lot of people do that too to us as Christians. You know, if you're really a Christian. You know, this and that. They, they say a lot of things, but, you know, we got to still love them. You know, I wonder what happened to that guy who told Jesus, man, if you say who you are, I wonder what happened to him. Because I know where the other guy is. In a moment, in a twinkle of an eye, he was, he was uh, in paradise. He was in paradise. I just wonder what happened to the other guy. So we have choices, right? So one guy, was he on the right side or the left side? No, I was just asking. I was throwing that out there. But, you know, Jesus is always in between every situation. And we can choose the guy that was on either side of him, right? We can acknowledge that God forgive, that I want to forgive. Or we can be the other guy on the other side and, and don't forgive and don't accept Jesus. Don't believe in God and don't believe in his word of, of forgiveness and the, the, the negative side of unforgiveness. We have a choice. So with that, I, that's all I want to say choosing is what we do in life right we choose who we love right who we hate unfortunately who we date right it's all about choices but what choice do you make when you up against the wall you know um, and that's when it really counts Forgiveness really counts when you're angry, when you're upset. And that's when it really counts. Because three guys thrown in the fire, who would be very happy getting thrown in the fire? Probably nobody, right? But these three guys, they got thrown in the fire and it didn't even bother them. Right? It didn't bother them. They didn't come out smelling like smoke. But what did the king say? You guys remember what the king said? The king said, didn't we throw peop four, three people in there? And th there's the fourth one looking like the son of God. 
You see, when we're in the midst of our fire, when in the midst of our problems, what does the world see? Do they see Jesus coming out of us? That is not pretty. That's all I have for you guys. Thank you for your time.